This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm your host, Jeff Quick, and I'm happy to be here today along with my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Oh, Jeff, I'm so good, but I'm confused. You don't sound like the normal Jeff who's with us. Uh, I'm not sure what normal is, yeah, Tony, but, but uh, <laughs> this is my voice. <laughs> oh, I see. We've got Jeff Quick today, not Jeff Foley. I, I like it. I'm glad to have you back on the show. Uh, I know uh, Jeff Foley's out of state on business. He is. He yeah. is. So I'm uh, holding down the fort, as they say. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're on the show. I knew uh, you were going to be on this week, and I was excited. Uh, it's always good to have you on. Uh, I've had a great week. I've been really enjoying the weather, getting outside, getting some yard work done. It feels great to finally get some fresh air. feels like we had about, what, what do you think, Jeff, we, that we went through about, what, nine months of winter? You know, it, it seems like that, Tony. It's been long. I've been trying to catch up <laughs> on yard work as well. Uh, it's nice when we have the change of seasons. I yeah. know in Minnesota, one of the things people love about Minnesota, right, is we have all four seasons here. And do you know what the four seasons are, Tony? Um, I would say spring, summer, fall, and winter. You, you would think so, right? Remember, we live in Minnesota, so we have four seasons here. They are almost winter, winter, it's still winter, and finally, we get into road construction season, which is where we're at now. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I it's an old, oldie, but a goodie. But seriously, yeah, welcome to coming. summer. I'm super excited. The weather is turning. The majority of my yard work is done, other than the 10 things my wife sent me that still need to be done here oh. this morning. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I do. Uh, she's always like, okay, and now you got to do this. And uh, here's here's this list. Nope, this this. And I think, hey, we got everything done we wanted to get done today. Nope. <laughs> it's a, it's a, nope, there's more, <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. Always there's more. Always, always more. more, but that's good. It keeps me out of trouble, and uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I've been doing the same thing. I mean, I've been working on my lawn, trying to get that in shape, trying to keep the weeds out and the grass growing. So um, I love this. This time of year, though, in Minnesota is absolutely the best. I mean, I think Minnesota is the best place to be this time of year. I, I agree. I agree. That's why we have the title of the show today, Tony, which I'm extremely proud of. I spent a lot of time coming up with this, and uh, I would like to title this show Living La Vida Local. Things <laughs> to do this summer in Minnesota. Oh, Living La Vida Local. I like yes, it. Instead yes. of loca, local. Good. <clears throat> Hey, Jeff, good job on that title. That's a fun, hey, that's a fun one. Sounds like that, a fun show. That's all I needed to hear, Tony. It's a little, little <laughs> pat on the back from you. It's just the title and we're done though, right? I mean, that's Correct. it. The title's so good. That's the whole show today is <laughs> living La Vida local, but things to do this summer in Minnesota, some ideas for our listeners out there. And uh, you know what? Probably for a relatively cost-effective things to do as a financial planner. I know you always 
look at that aspect as well, right? Well, 100%. You know, we do a lot of financial planning, specifically in the retirement arena. And when I'm going through and asking people what they expect to do during retirement, the number one thing they plan on doing is travel, right? World travel, travel the country. But living in the great state of Minnesota and with inflation and the increasing costs we're seeing today, I think people forget about all the great things there are to do locally here in the Twin Cities and throughout Minnesota. So I wanted to talk about a few of those today. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, we live in a great state for things to do. I mean, I I think there's a wide variety out there. I think you're right about that. And uh, I'm excited about this one. So, uh, you know, I know that uh, you guys focus on retirement planning and working with retirees, uh, but that probably involves budgeting for travel because, yeah, like you say, what do people want to do in retirement? They want to travel, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is. It, it has uh, taken a bite out of their travel budget with these increased costs. So I wanted to come up with a few things here locally that people could do, still enjoy themselves and see uh, all the sights there are to see and experience Minnesota in its true glory. I think we take for granted living here all the great things there are to do. Yeah. Well, I know t- top of the list has to be the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, right? Isn't that- <laughs> it's on the it's on the list. I don't have it on mine today, Tony, but uh, you sound like you you've experienced it, and it's about- quite glorious. Okay, is is the spam museum on your list? <laughs> See, I mean, I didn't even get down that far. There, See, like I yeah, said, there's so yeah, many things to do. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, those are kind of the, you see where I'm headed with my list. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> well, the, do, do you have anything on your list? What do you what do you like to do in the summer? Do you have an annual trip you do or something specific you and uh, your family enjoy doing, Tony? Well, I have to say um, North Shore. Have We always have to make it up there once a year uh, to see the waterfalls. You know, obviously in the fall's a big time, but sometimes if you can go off peak, but like August, July, August, great time to go up to Duluth and even to Harbors and even further to Grandmer, right? You know, up there. Uh, and to see all the waterfalls, uh, the, um, you know, lighthouse, uh, yep. every split rock. I love that area. Some great food, just great things to see. And you know what? We love just driving around. There's state parks and there's so many hiking opportunities. You can hike in and see these beautiful waterfalls. It's one of the most beautiful areas of the country and people come from all over to see it. So, uh, why as Minnesotans would we not want to experience it? And we try to make it up there once a year. Yeah. Yeah, good good for you. That's my favorite place in Minnesota as well. Been going up there my entire life. You know, Gooseberry Falls, Split Rock, Split Rock Lighthouse, uh, the High Falls, head up to the Canadian border. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely amazing up there. Uh, Lake Superior, right? Lutzen, so many great things to, to see and do up in northern Minnesota. Yeah. Well, I would even go up across the border into Canada up there. Uh, but, uh, I'm always worried they won't let me back in for some reason. So uh, I think uh, <laughs> you should try it. I think you should try it. Tony. I'm kidding. Uh, uh thunder, <laughs> what is it? Thunder Bay. Is that what's up there? Uh, Thunder Bay. Yes. Yeah. Thunder Bay is up there. I'm actually heading up there this weekend. Funny you mentioned it. I'm leaving tomorrow after work and my 12 year old son has a hockey tournament, uh, in Duluth. I know it's oh. not hockey season per se, but in Minnesota hockey season never ends. It's the state of hockey. It so is. so what, what what's, what's on your list uh, um, of favorite things to do in Minnesota? 
Well, you know, we're the land of 10,000 lakes, right, Tony? Right. So, I mean, everybody in Minnesota has things they like to do on the water, typically. Right. I know I recently started wake surfing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. popular so that, now. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. I've done that, actually. That's, that is a lot of fun. I love to uh, just I love to just go out in the pontoon and hang out, cruise around the lake, and just relax. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, my favorite lake in Minnesota is the the White Well Cross Lake, the specific lake. But I love the Whitefish Chain. Uh, my grandparents, my family has been up there since I was little, so we spend a lot of time in the Brainerd Lakes uh, area, Cross Lake specifically, and I enjoy that as well. Pontooning around to the multiple lakes on the chain. Grabbing restaurant, grabbing a lunch at a restaurant, maybe pulling up to a sandbar and just spending time on the water with uh, family and yeah. friends. Yeah, I'd have to say my favorite lake. Um, you know, uh, I grew up in a town with a lake right in the center of the town. Uh, Worthington, Minnesota, has Lake Okabina, and it's so windy down there because it's so flat. It's become the national windsurfing. Uh, championships are actually held in Worthington, Minnesota, believe it or not. Um, wow. Uh, but, that. but that's Lake Okabina. But my favorite lake, uh, is because growing up, we'd go there each year, but we'd go in the winter <laughs> to snowmobile on it. But uh, there's a lake. Uh, it was a private lake called Lake Schoolcraft, just north of Park Rapids, Minnesota, north of okay. there a bit. And used to used to go there. Uh, love that lake. Love that area. Um but there's some beautiful lakes up around uh, Alex, Alexandria. Um, I love all the lakes, really, you know, and I live in Stillwater, so we, we go up to Square Lake a lot. So, sure. Yeah, there's sure. some great lakes in Minnesota. I mean, you just, you, you can't, uh, I mean, you could just keep naming lakes. That's funny. And, uh, you know, our, our engineer and editor, Mitch Heil, he makes these beautiful uh, relief maps, I guess you'd call them, of lakes uh, out of wood. Uh um, I don't know if you've seen those, Jeff, but uh, not. he's done. I bet he's done half of the 10,000 lakes in Minnesota for different people to hang on their wall. They're beautiful. Uh, they show the de lake depth and it's different colors and it's all made out of wood finished. Um, he can do any lake, uh, Mitch Hile. So anyway, wow. anyway, I uh, just had to give Mitch a plug there. But um, yeah, lakes, obviously, that's got to be number one on the list in Minnesota of things to do in the summer, right? Uh, I would I would think so. I know I love it. We've got a lot of fishermen. We just had opening weekend of fishing last weekend. Sure. Um, my son's in a bass fishing league. We have fishing <laughs> leagues here in Minnesota, league? right? Wow. So that's, that's fun. Amazing. So looking forward to doing a lot of fun stuff on the water this summer here in Minnesota. That's awesome. So what's something else to do in the summer in Minnesota besides lakes? You know, so many things. Um, let's not forget, Tony, about the great minnesota get together right oh, the minnesota state fair yep one of my favorite things love it absolutely love it it is a sight to uh to behold it's one of the, i believe it's the second largest state fair in the country after texas i believe yeah and it's only because texas uh their state fair goes longer okay um otherwise we've actually beat them in record attendance days uh, a few times so yeah well, very nice. Very yeah. nice. What do you what do you like to do there? What's your favorite thing to do at the fair? Or your favorite food to eat at well, the fair? I like to I like to check out the music, but food wise, my favorite thing is the uh, wild rice hamburger um, in the food building. It is literally the best, uh, juiciest hamburger you'll ever have. 
I'm not even a huge wild rice guy, uh, but these burgers are fantastic. And it's kind of one of the best kept secrets because it's, it's like around the side, the backside of the food building in there. Uh, it is so good. Highly recommended. Well, I like that. I have never tried that. I've, I feel I've tried most things at the fair, but that's a, that's a good one, a new one for me. So I'll be giving that a try. Wild uh, try rice this burger. Summer. Yep. There you go. Yeah. For me, for me, it's the, it's the deep fried pickles are on my list. Oh, um, those are good. Do, I've had those. Yep, yep. Yep. Perfect pickle. I do love the roasted, uh, sweet corn. And of course, sweet Martha's chocolate chip cookies well, along yeah. with milk from the, uh, from the livestock area. Yes. Uh, fresh milk. Amazing. Yep. You get, you get the sweet Martha's, then you go to the, the dairy, uh, milk, uh, dispensary and get the fresh milk. Uh, ice cold milk. It's delicious. And I can't leave the state fair without having the classic cheese curds, uh, the big cheese curd booth in the center of the food building. They have the best cheese curds in the world. Best I've ever had anywhere. And so sure. I look forward to, I, you can't eat those all the time, but once, uh, once a year at the state fair, I've got to get the cheese curds, right? Agreed. Agreed. That's a, that's a given, Tony. Yep. That's a given. Yep. And what about the butter sculptures in the dairy building? <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely hilarious? fun to see and watch you you see the uh what are they the people posing for the sculptures there's probably a name for them but uh the what yeah. would they be the models the models, models i yeah. suppose yeah they're in there with their coats on right because they have to keep it chilled so the butter doesn't melt they're in there freezing for hours while they're getting their uh their faces sculpted onto a big slab of butter <laughs> Only in Minnesota, right? <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, well, the State Fair, it has a lot to offer. Uh, I mean, there's just everything to do there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I know we talked about northern Minnesota already, but one more thing up there, obviously, Boundary Waters Canoe Area. Oh, if you haven't yeah. been, amazing, right? It's one of the uh, 50, what do they say? One of the 50 places of a lifetime, according to national geographic traveler. So nothing like it in the world. Yep. Yep. The headwaters of the Mississippi, Minnesota is famous for it. And that's one where I talk to people and not, you know, I, I mean, people have gone there, but a lot of Minnesotans haven't checked it out. You really should. I mean, there's a, if you like canoeing, you've probably been there because it's the place to go. Uh, 1500 miles of canoe routes, right? Yes, exactly. 1,500 uh, some miles of canoe routes. Uh, I don't know how many uh, acres of water, uh, tons of water up there. Golf courses as well. I don't oh, know, wow. you, Tony, I'm also a golfer. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm not, a, I don't claim to be a good golfer, but I like to play. <laughs> I just had a friend stop by my office today and said, we got to get out golfing. I said, yes, we do, because we have what, two, three weeks of summer left? <laughs> You got to get out when the weather's nice before it gets too humid or too cold. You get when it's just right. Like it has been, you got to get out on the course, Jeff. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know what I did, Tony for, uh, well, it's probably the second time in my life, but I took my son to see it. If you look at, if you were a, a tourist in Minnesota and you went to pick up a postcard, there are a few things you would see. Boundary waters canoe area is definitely one of them. The other, probably the most famous picture right of Minneapolis has to be the cherry with the spoon sculpture at the Minneapolis sculpture gardens. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. That is iconic. It's been in, 
uh, a lot of TV shows. Uh, wasn't it in the opening of Mary Tyler Moore, too? I think they showed that. It, but, it may have been. Yeah, I know she's I, down on Nicollet Mall yeah, throwing her hat in yep, the air, right? Yep. There's a lot of great things to see, but you bet. I mean, the the uh, the Walker Art Center, that sculpture garden is very cool. Yeah, uh, and it's one of those things that we, we again, I think we take it for granted. A lot of people drive by it, never taking the time to stop and see it up close. I'm actually, my favorite sculpture there is the uh, giant blue chicken. I don't know why, oh, but I'm yeah. drawn to that giant There's blue like chicken. There's like a huge blue rooster there, isn't there? <laughs> correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's amazing. So uh, that's a good one to have on the list. What's next? Well, you know, the other thing we do a lot of in Minnesota, there are a ton of bike trails uh, over 1,300 miles of state trails in Minnesota, but, you know, from paved uh, to single track, tons of bike riding available, world-class mountain biking system. A lot of people, like you said, we like to take advantage of the weather here, the short summers in Minnesota, and get out and be active. So that's another great one to take advantage of. Oh, yeah, that's uh, one thing my family really enjoys. And, you know, we live out in Stillwater, so we're close to uh, a lot of different um, bike trails, you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot, uh, there, there's, a, they run all over. You can, you can, uh, go from here all the way into St. Paul on the gateway trail and then up North. So, uh, the gateway trail is one of the greatest bike trails. Uh, it really is. Yeah. Um, amazing. And you met, you just mentioned Stillwater. I know one of the great things to do in Stillwater, I've been there many times, lumberjack days, right? We have a yep. ton of summer festivals That's here right. in Minnesota. That's right. There are some great summer festivals. I that's one thing we enjoy as well. Um, you know, obviously the Renaissance Festival. I love that one every year. I go to that once a year. My kids love it. And of course, we go to Lumberjack Days. Uh, yeah, I know the folks that uh, run that now. And uh, yeah, that's a good one. It's always fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely fun. And one I I didn't know existed, but it makes sense. Wizard of Oz Days in Grand Rapids, Minnesota which happens to be the birthplace of Judy Garland. And it's also in the news uh, today. Uh, they finally found the guy, I believe, arrested the gentleman that stole the ruby red slippers from uh, the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Do you know how much those are worth, apparently? Uh, uh, I, I would imagine the ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz are worth a lot. I knew they were up there. I've seen them. I've been to that museum. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I had heard they got stolen. I'm glad they caught the guy. How much are they worth? They recovered them. Well, apparently there's four pairs, and they said at the time they were stolen, and I believe it was maybe eight years ago or so, or 2005, the date, the date uh, doesn't uh, come to me right now, but... From the time they're stolen, they're worth about a million. Now they say they're worth an estimated uh, three point three million dollars. Wow! And did I did they recover them? Do you know? I yeah, hope. I think they actually recovered them. So that's I mean, great. That's good. That's great. Well, how would he sell them? You know, without it's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> on the black market. So uh, wow, uh, that is a little side story there. A little update. Uh, they caught the guy who stole the ruby red slippers. Got those they back. Did. That's it good. Did. That's good. Yeah. No, not only had I heard of it, we went through Grand Rapids once and stopped off there. And I thought that was pretty funny. I had no idea. We just stumbled on it. I didn't even know it was there. Uh, that's an interesting one. But there are festivals. I didn't know that there were. Uh, I saw the, the Judy Garland, the little museum there. 
But yep. I didn't know they had Wizard of Oz days. I, they, that they I did do. not know they about. They do. I actually, uh, story, stayed at the gentleman that owns the Judy Garland Museum. I stayed at his cabin. A friend of mine's mom uh, dated this gentleman for a while, and we stayed oh, wow. at his cabin. And uh, he he brought us to the Judy Garland Museum on off hours. We got to we got to check it out. So pretty neat little place to see. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And there's so much more. I mean. Uh, you know, I was jo- all joking aside, the Spam Museum is fascinating. Mm-hmm, um, sure. And there's a lot of stuff like that. And in Minnesota, it's almost, uh, I really enjoy going off the beaten path and on the smaller highways and seeing smaller towns, right? Uh, I, lo- I love that. I love that. Especially and we don't want to North. discriminate, right? We talked a lot about northern Minnesota. Yeah. Spam Museum, I believe, is in Austin, Minnesota, yeah, down south. Yep. I am I was born and raised in Worthington, which is in the southwestern corner of the state. So that's a little closer to home for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And if you're if you're into beer, a great thing to do down there. If you've never been to New Ulm, a oh, uh, really yeah. cool city. Uh, we have the uh, the brewery down in New Ulm Shells, as yep. well. The Shell Brewery, exactly. Great little tour the there. The oldest brewery in Minnesota. Yep. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's a fun place to see. There's also one of the top 50 caves in the entire country located in southeastern Minnesota, actually in Harmony, Minnesota. So the Niagara Cave Tour, also very fun to do. Yeah. And speaking of biking, what's that town in the um, the southeastern corner of the state? Begins with an L. Uh, beautiful scenery and biking there. Um, there's a great place to go in the southwestern corner of the state, um, and it's beautiful. Have you ever been down there? I have not. Uh, I have not. Now I'm blanking. I shouldn't have brought it up because I forgot the name. Well, now we'll we'll have everybody, uh, all the listeners probably Googling it right now, Tony. Or they're they're yelling at their uh, radios (laughs) or their devices. It's this. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, there's so many great places in Minnesota. And speaking of festivals, uh, Worthington, Minnesota, has been known as the turkey capital of the world and not just because i'm from there uh and they (laughs) they have turkey days uh, and that's their annual festival and it's a lot of fun and they have turkey races wow before the parade they race turkeys down main street i kid you not (laughs) can you bet can you bet on the races oh oh, people gamble yep Yep. Uh, uh, I recommend, of we, course, only only we, to only to gamble an amount that you're 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 comfortable losing. We don't want to lose our retirement yeah, savings yeah, by gambling yeah, at turkey races. Yeah, no, uh, no wagering, kids. No okay, wagering. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We we don't encourage wagering. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, so there's a lot of fun. Well, we covered a lot in today's show. There's so much to do in Minnesota. But if people want to get their finances in order to see how much travel they can do this summer. How do they get a hold of you, Jeff? Well, absolutely. Well, you can reach us by uh, telephone. You can call us at 651-842-8406. Or, of course, visit us on the Internet where you can find us at uh, www.financialpaladin.com. All right. That's financialpaladin.com. Thanks for that, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host today, Jeff Quick. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. 
Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.